are now listening to Mysteries and Beliefs Podcast, the show where we discuss a multitude of mind-boggling topics like the paranormal, conspiracies, extraterrestrials, brain-scrambling sciences, and anything mysterious. If you have a story to tell and you'd like to be a part of the conversation, send your thoughts to John Carter at mysteriesandbeliefspodcast.com. See you on the other side. Hello and welcome back for episode number 42 of Mysteries and Beliefs podcast with John Carter. Today, I'm joined by my co-host Lisa. Hi. And we'll be discussing an interesting story that Lisa came across recently that I never seen before. TikTok man. There we go. TikTok again. TikTok. TikTok's where it's at. The story that we'll be discussing is the story of Bill Vale. We'll just be chit-chatting about it. Yeah, but it was a pretty good story, though. Yeah, it was pretty good. And this story is a years old. And 2002. Yeah, there's lots of... Uh, and I'm surprised a lot of things that we've come across and a lot of TV shows and things that we watched that we haven't seen this story before. I know. Well, here's the thing. It's because we turn on shows like this and, and we fall asleep. asleep. Yeah, that's what it is. From the inception of the show, that's probably what we've been doing. Well, the story of Bill Bell started in By the 2002. way, not to interrupt, but before Sorry. I forget, I th we should probably say a prayer or something. <laughs> Why? Watching the... All this demon stuff that I've been consumed with since this guy learned about this guy and just demons in general. I don't want to bring any into our I room. I know, but this is... To do the podcast, we have to do some research, so we have to read on some of these things, so we have to do it. Yeah, well, I'm saying we should do cleanse or something, is all I'm saying. Dominus, ominous, get the out. Something. <laughs> get the F out. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. You, right. As you were saying. But the story goes, 2002, Arlington, Texas, Bill Vale is his name, and he actually used to be a NASA robotics engineer at one point. That's kind of cool, right? Yeah, it is. And you have to have clearances and stuff like that. So I'm pretty sure he's credible at what he's talking about. Yeah. Well, imagine not just the clearances, but you work for NASA. Yeah. And I know you have to go through some polygraphs and some type of mental test before you actually. As a person that works in the clearance field, I can tell you that it's above the clearances that I <laughs> that I the field that I recruit for, so I it's pretty high level. And it's interesting how this story came about. Yeah, two thousand and two. I'll start over again. In two thousand and two, in Arlington, Texas, he and his brother Bob worked for a water treatment company. And the story goes, he was asked at the end of the day to go on a sales call. So he gets to the house where the sales call was. He knocks on the door. No one answers, but there's a bunch of noise. He hears a lady screaming in the house. The door opens. He sees the lady and a bunch of people sitting on the floor. So the lady's kind of going around him. But when I first heard the story, I didn't, sorry to interrupt this way. 
when I first listened to him talk about the story, when he said they were sitting on the floor and mm-hmm. she was walking around, I would say, oh, was she playing Duck, Duck, Goose? <laughs> <laughs> that is the very first thing that I thought of. My brain went elsewhere. I was going sitting on the floor. Yeah, yeah sitting on the floor. In the circle. In the circle. But she, I was thinking some kind of hippie stuff or drugs or something. But As he opened up the door... The lady screams, in the name of Jesus Christ, leaves these leave these people. Yeah. And in the so there's a podcast. Um, I will put it in the the notes. I think his name is Steve Fleming. He was on his show and he said that the lady looked dead in his face. Yeah, and pointed at him. Yeah, and pointed at him. Okay, and go repeated ahead. the words again, in the name of Jesus Christ, leave these people. And was referring to the people that were in the house on the floor and pointed at Bill. So Bill left the house. And then the story begins. <laughs> but we've talked recently about people being cursed with things. Yeah. And it seems it's always the same way. It's, well, not the same way, but stories are similar. Yeah. Um, in the case of Bill, he lived near um, an Air Force base. Yep. So at one he point. He named it. He, yeah, I couldn't. It's near Arlington. Yeah, near Arlington, Texas. But at one point, he started hearing loud noises in the house. And he kind of chalked it up to maybe they're doing some testing at the Air Force base. So maybe this is where the noise So wait, came give from. some backstory. By this time, he was done working at... By this time, he was done working, working at NASA. for NASA. You mentioned he that he worked for older. the... I can't recall the age that he was, but he was working for a water treatment company. He, he moved, moved back, back to, to Arlington, Texas. Texas, and he worked for the same company with his brother. Right. And it was a water treatment company. Yeah, I just wanted to give some a backstory. So, so he moved into a new house. So it was a new recently house, divorced, new time. all that he good stuff. He was divorced. By that time, he was divorced. He was no longer um, a robotic engineer. He, I guess, started a new life, which was a real new life in Texas. By the way, he worked in the aerospace program as an engineer. Just thought I'd mention that. Yeah, NASA is part of that. No, I'm saying well, like they work he worked together. as a robotics engineer. So dude is smart. This is what I'm saying. Just go ahead. Go ahead. Um, but anyway, one of the first episodes that he had was he saw these little things run across the house. And he thought it was maybe... Um, some animal that got into his bedroom or something like that. Uh, but he could first, never when find he first animal. moved in. Remember the first night something ran across. Yeah, that's what I'm referring oh, to. OK, sorry. So sorry, something y'all. ran across and he thought it was an animal, but he looked all around the house. He went it went into the closet and he couldn't find anything. So he was like, great, I got animals in my house. And at some point. But he was also watching TV, and that's when he first saw it. Remember, he was sitting there watching TV, and then he went to bed that night. And then that's when he said, there is an animal in this house. And then the next time when we were watching the show, that's when he dropped the sandwich, and you and I were like, we wouldn't have dropped the damn sandwich. But I'm moving ahead, so go ahead. So you're you're moving ahead, so you're telling the story. See, I 
I kind of surmised that he saw something running earlier. He did, and but then I'm he saying, went to I'm, the bedroom and it listen, was in the bedroom. So I kind of said the exact same thing. He thought it was an animal. You did. you did. But the story with the sandwich, he was sitting there watching television in a chair, mm-hmm. um, eating, and there was a glass bottle that flew over and hit the wall beside him. Yes. So this is like one of the real paranormal experiences that he had besides seeing something running across the room. Right. Which could have been anything. Like you said, it could have been a a big ass mouse or big ass rat or something like that. Yeah. Um, but back to his, his bedroom, most of the activity was in his bedroom at first. Yeah. He called his brother over. Do you remember? And told his brother to go into the closet and turn off the lights. Yeah. Go in the closet and turn off the lights and see what happens. <sighs> My brother calls me over and asks me to go in his closet, turn off the lights, and shut the door. I know everybody knows the universal sign language. That's what he would get. Or, yeah, allowed and by. Because there's no chance. Yeah. Go see what's going on in the closet. Yeah. Come on, son. But his, I don't think that his um, brother believed him at first. He didn't. What his brother did, he did get inside of the closet. He turned off the lights. Things hit him on the leg at first. Yep. Because it was pitch black, so he couldn't see anything. And he felt things move around. He's heard some noises. Yep. And he said he felt something touch his face. Yeah. And that's when he left out of the closet. But he didn't want to tell his brother what he experienced. He wanted him to do it for himself. No, no, not for himself. He didn't want to think that he didn't want to feed into his oh, brother's crazy. Sure, sure, sure. So he didn't say what happened. Right. So we fast forward a, a little bit. But also mentioned that his in the podcast, he was saying that his bed is like a king something he has a king bed but it's one of those european king beds like literally from a king i don't king earl bed mm-hmm. his bed is huge and do you remember it started shaking and he was saying he there's no way there's not an earthquake going on and yeah and that's and, what that was earlier with the noise and in, in his bedroom right and, and that's when I, he went discovered in the the closet that's what, not where i'd go venture what i did skip over is Early on, when he was um, researching these things on the internet, his internet went out, and he called the his internet provider. Oh, right. And he got the strange sounds on the telephone call, and each one of them couldn't hear each other. The representative from the internet company couldn't hear him, and vice versa, and there was some crazy noise that was in between them. What he described it as is demonic. Demonic noise. So he hung up the telephone and the guy called him back said that I couldn't hear you on the phone but he, and he's like there's no way if the phone is connected that we couldn't hear each other right on the phone. and the representative heard the same thing yeah that bill did yeah so fast forward a little bit he called one of his friends Mike Higdon which was a sound or which is a sound engineer and he does podcasts Himself, he was talking to Bill on the phone, 
and the exact same thing happened where there was some distortion and Mike actually heard it, tried to record it on his soundboard. And when he tried to play it back, there was no sound there at all. Yeah, he even was mentioning that he saw the waveform. I don't know if that's a technical term. Yeah, he saw the waveform on the recording. But when he went to play it, it was all gone. Yeah. That's strange. So that's number two with the weird. And he was telling, he was yelling at the sound engineer. All he got was, um, hang up. Yeah, don't listen to him. Yeah, hang hang up up the phone, Mike. Don't listen to him. Hang up. That's remember later he invited his sister-in-law and brother back know, over. That's, that's what I was going <laughs> to. But yeah, just like you said, the, he invited his, his brother and sister-in-law over for dinner one night. And apparently based on his brother, Bob, he is a fantastic cook. They were sitting down after dinner, watching television and Bill saw something run across the kitchen. He asked his brother to sit in his chair don't look at the into the kitchen. Just look at the television and kind of look off to the side into the kitchen of the corner of your eye. Same thing happened. It his brother Bill, his brother Bob saw something run across. Right. They switched up. His sister in law sat in the same chair and gave her the exact same instructions. She saw something run across the floor also, and they went into the kitchen to investigate, but they could not find anything again. And they drew pictures of the creature, and all of them drew the same picture. They all were similar. Yeah. So he did have somebody validate what he's been experiencing in the house. And each each time there has been um, validation, there's just nobody. Nobody there, because they, they were tormenting him for a while. Yeah. Before... Now, just keep in mind, this has been going on for a while. It just wasn't one day. It was kind of over a period of time. It was constantly, and was he constantly was always trying house. to find the answer. He, that's about when, he, that night, that's when he pulled out his, did his little recording session. Which one? What, the paranormal group he called mm-hmm. or his own? No, remember, he did it on his own. Okay. At first. He did it on his own at first, and then he called a group, but he was on the computer researching. And yeah, that, uh-huh. He said he has to find some answers, and he was hitting roadblock after roadblock, thinking, you know, how how is this happening? Yeah, and then that's when he Paul called a paranormal group. Yeah. So he called a group. I didn't get a name. All I saw was DST. I'm not sure if that's the name of the paranormal, paranormal group, but Brian Hall and Sean Bowers were two of the investigators on in the group that came over to investigate the house. And one of them, I believe Sean was an engineer. So instead of just thinking paranormal and just going in looking for a ghost, they were going around the house trying to debunk maybe some of the sounds that could be, well, what could possibly be causing the sounds in the house. Right. And they couldn't find anything. So they did set up cameras. They set up a laser grid. And recorded for a while. Yeah. In Bill's bedroom, but they couldn't find anything. There was nothing on the um the video. So what they did, just like uh if you watch any paranormal things or if you're a paranormal investigator yourself, if you can't find anything or if nothing happens, you try to provoke. 
So Sean went into Bill's bedroom and laid on the bed to do an EVP session. And during the EVP session, he asked several questions. All of a sudden, the laser grid fell on the floor. He heard a couple of sounds. Was, remember, keep in mind, it was pitch black in the room, nothing but the lasers. So he heard something fall on the floor and the laser fell on the floor. So they came in the room. He left out. So they he yelled for he the, yelled for them and he picked up the camera. Yeah. The camera apparently had fell on the floor as well. So they went to go view the camera and the batteries were dead. Right. And as most of you know, if you're a paranormal enthusiast, a lot of the ghosts drain batteries in your flashlights, your electronic equipment when you're trying to record. But they actually got another battery in the camera and was able to view it. Upon viewing the camera, they noticed that there was a white swirling mist that came in front of the laser grid. Looked like vapors or something. Yeah, it looked like vapors, but it swirled, remember? Yeah, it swirled. So it swirled around, and he saw the laser move before it actually fell on the floor. Right. And get this, this is the capper of it. They started to review the audio of the EVP, and they heard, put it back, he's coming. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. I so, just... I mean... Put it back, he's coming. Apparently, they're not residual haunting or anything like that. This is uh, an intelligent haunting, or these are actual little humanoid creatures that were. He was referring to them as imps, yeah, I believe. Yeah, little imps, because they looked like little tiny imps people. And another one, he's called them. I can't remember what else he called them. Yeah, and uh, the investigators, after they wrapped it up that night, they were surprised that after what they caught that he wanted to stay in that house. I would be leaving. Yeah, you know us. We would have bounced already. Bounced. The Not. paranormal experiences we have had is nowhere close to what this is. I don't think no. I could. I, I don't think I could go through that. And you remember when they left, he heard stuff hitting his car and he ran yeah, outside. I'm not sure if that was the same night. Oh, it wasn't. Or, or not. Well, whatever. Because it was a lot of things that was going on. So he heard crashes in his room. He would run in there. Yeah. A car alarm going off. Yeah. They were messing with him. Yeah, because what you're referring to, he was laying in his bed one night and all of a sudden he heard a huge crash inside of his house. So he ran outside the house to investigate and there was nothing out there at all. Yep. And like Lisa mentioned, there was a bunch of crashing sounds all around his house. And at that point, Bill wanted to confront whoever this person or creature was. Yeah, he so, wasn't going to be scared off easy. I think more or less he wanted wanted um, answers. Yeah, he wanted answers and wanted them out. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. He screamed at this thing that, you know, this is it. Let's, you know, let's get it on. And things went silent. But it was a little too silent for him. Yeah. He was wondering what was going on. So he's sitting on his bed. He started to hear noise under the bed that night. And as he was sitting on the bed, this six foot tall, he explained, shadow creature popped up in front of him on the bed. And these are his words. And these are interviews from Bill. Yeah. The creature growled at him, made a bunch of noise and went up into his face 
and disappeared. Isn't that crazy? And he called this creature or this shadow figure the general because he surmised that he was in charge of everything, making these little imps, what he called them, to do his bidding, to torment him. Right. Um, In the podcast, he talks about the hat man. Well, yeah, and that's what I was going to get to. Of course, a lot of things that went on with him, and I don't think he explained every single thing that ever happened to him in that house, but he did touch on, um, he said a couple of different things on the interviews, and he was hospitalized from injuries a couple of times. Right. He continued to be tormented. He didn't want to sell the house to another family because he didn't want the same thing to happen. Because maybe this this family that buys the house may have little kids. And apparently, you know, this was back in 2002. And you did mention that there was another incident or episode that you saw back in, in 2014. The podcast that I was referring to is actually on YouTube. You can go listen to it. It's probably about 51 minutes and 50, something like that. Uh, and... He talks about each time he picks up the phone to call someone, there's always a demonic voice. Even when he called Brian back regarding um, the other stuff that was happening in the house, it happened again when he called that guy Brian. And the paranormal investigator. And you could say it's a coincidence or what have you, but just take a listen uh, if you go in. But while he was talking to the that the host. The host was explaining they both had similar experiences with this demonic yes. or imps rather. And he was in the middle of explaining and then his phone started. Um, the same thing that we talked about. Yeah. Had a demonic voice. Yeah. Well, it's distortion. The- I can't say it was demonic, but isn't that kind of funny that that happened when he was talking yeah, that- to him? Yeah. And. To wrap up Bill's story before we discuss this a little further, Bill actually went back to the house that he initially started off where he felt he got this curse from. And the house was abandoned. And it was boarded up. So it was boarded up and it was abandoned. Sure. There was nobody in the house. Right. So what he summed up after his research on the Internet of demons and demonic things that it was an exorcism that this lady was doing at that time. Right. He felt that she made this appointment for someone to come over at an exact time. So she would be wrapping up her exorcism to throw the curse off of the people that she was doing the exorcism on onto whoever came to that house. Right. Yeah. So it was sort of a setup. Kind of a setup. I don't know that that's, I mean, that's what he could say it was. But Well, but do you remember what we said at the beginning? That she looked directly that's in true. his face and pointed at him. In the name of Jesus Christ, leave these people. Yeah, that's true. He feels like he took something back with him. And that's probably. And that's the only thing he can recall that could cause that yeah. in his house or could have followed him home was that incident. Do you think that, I mean, how many people have seen the hat man by now since we started doing oh, this podcast? I, I, so many people and the, the gentleman, his girlfriend at the time, 
he shared a story, not to get off topic, but just going to the point of he's thinking that this person is the general or he's in charge and he thinks that there's a... And that's what they say about the hat man. That there's differences from a demon and a devil. He calls it the general, like he's in charge. Yeah. There's levels and things like that. So the short story is the host's girlfriend at the time knew that the host had experiences in the house and didn't know what was going on or whatever. She, two things happened to her. One, she called him on the phone and said, get home quickly. And he's going, what? What's wrong? She said, I'm locked in the bathroom. He goes, would you lock yourself in the bathroom? She says, no, I saw one of those little creatures. His father saw those imps too, the same ones that Bill Bill saw. saw. Mm -hmm. The same ones. And this person, the host, had experiences his whole entire life. So they, he said that just at some point, they just outright started coming on a regular basis. So then the second incident, they were asleep and she wakes him up and said, a guy was sitting at the foot of our bed with a fedora on. And he then her boyfriend was the host was saying, oh, you saw the hat man. She's going to do the hat man. You know who he is? He goes, no, I haven't seen him. People talk about this guy all the time. He said it it was weird. but. He said later in life, then he encountered the hat man. Oh, and another thing he, they didn't just mention on the show, on the podcast, Bill was saying that when his sister-in-law and brother, they also saw the hat man. He never told this story before. They also saw the hat man in his closet. And isn't that where he normally hides? No, in doorways. Yeah, but he's in the doorway. He was in my doorway, man. The closet. But has a door on it, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like I guess, but the, he popped from around the corner. So in my case, is the bathroom, the hallway. Anyhow, so the the hat man or the in- entity, the hat man, started growling at them, and I believe they were at that time, if I'm not mistaken, was saying things to them. I think. Oh, let me back up. They were kind of making a kind of a joke out of it, like, "Oh yeah, we see him." And he was saying, no, 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 don't interact with them. You have to tell them to leave or what have you. So fast forward, they said they asked whatever it was to leave. And the thing growled and said, kill Bill, kill Bill, kill Bill. That was a good movie. What, Kill Bill? Kill Bill. Oh, gosh. (laughs) I know. Um, The thing with the hat man, he also mentioned at one point that he thought the hat man was a demon, but the hat man was disguising himself to be more appealing to people with the hat. Sure. And the coat that's on. what it is. Yeah. And it's eerie how similar that the stories are of the hat man, the hat, the way he appears. Yeah. The way he disappears, disappears the way he not really walks, but kind of glides. And the same thing, the doom. I just got chills. The doom and gloom that people feel in their house with his presence. And that's that's exactly what he said. And that's exactly the same. That's how I felt. How could all these stories be the same Yeah, and it not be true? Right. It can't be everybody's imagination. Yeah. Not the same. Not the same. We're in a matrix. That's what it is. Because when uh, (laughs) the hat man story started to... To spread around, us, and we think it's evil. Now, when the Hatman story started to spread around, people didn't want to talk about it that they seen this before. Yeah, and then once somebody else said something, then they were like, "Yeah, I seen it too. I yeah. saw it too. Yep. I saw it too." 
now more and more people are coming out with the stories yep. of the hat man. Yeah, when I was a kid, I saw the hat man, but I haven't seen him since I was a child. And some people said they have reoccurrences of the hat man. And some people said they had one occurrence of, and never seen him again. Right. And, you know, they don't say he is a shadow figure, but he's something different. He's different. Uh, because he's more of a solid entity, mm-hmm. not a ghostly like black shadow. Right. And we talked before, but on our last episode, we talked about paranormal and extraterrestrial. And they said the same thing about the hat man. When the hat man appears, there have been extraterrestrial sightings or UFO oh. sightings. Really? Yeah. Oh. Well, then let's think about my age and let's go look to see what could have happened in the 70s, like 76, 77. Yeah, and that's the thing. Let's see what the sightings are. I'm not telling my age. I'm just giving you an example. And the thing thing about that, there was no internet. There was no social media. There was no people talking about the hat man back then. No, there wasn't. It was just my dad running around with a gun, thinking that somebody broke into the house. You gotta shoot right through him. Although he's solid. <laughs> he's solid. There's no scene. But although Bill said when he, the thing, the hat man came towards him and he growled, he saw eyes like his whole face. face. Yeah. Yeah. I so did not see been, that. He could be because most um, cases of people that I've heard. That they haven't, they they can't see his face. They either see see eyes Eyes. or or Mm -hmm. either teeth. I think that it may have been something else, not the hat man. Yeah. It may be something else that's demonic, especially with these little creatures that are running around. And there's been a lot of stories, and you can go to um, stories in the Bible with pictures in it. You have these little goblin like little um, creatures. You also have stories or paintings where they have these little goblin little creatures that are kind of down at the feet of the angels. Right. These little creatures have been known for pretty much ever. Yeah, you just reminded me of something, not going back to TikTok, but apparently, speaking of fairies or imps or things like that, and let me try to pull it up with it, they had this gentleman that they think something's happened to him because... Looking at the video, it looks exactly like he, he looks like he maybe transposed an imp, but he was going fairy watching or what have you in these woods, this guy. And he has only four videos and all of a sudden he goes missing. So this is like a TikTok mystery, right? So oh, he, I'm serious. So you see him sitting on this tree stump and he's talking about stories and things like that. You zoom in the camera, it's to his left. And he only, he hasn't replied and people keep saying, what happened to this guy? Can somebody help us find this guy? And under his comments and on TikTok, they all have these theories, but he only replies back to things in regards to numbers and Bible verses, like things like that. Do you know what I'm talking about? Have you heard of this story? Yeah, but I I just can't really get down with anything that's on social media like that. No, but I mean, it's kind of cool, it's, even if it's nothing, it, but it's, you, you guys must know what I'm talking about. I have somebody else to know what I'm talking yeah, about. I'll, but, I'll yeah, find the link. I think his name is Bill. 
Um, as yeah, well. Yeah, no, no, I can't really. <laughs> You're not interested. No, no, I can't really get down with stuff like that because, like, I, I mentioned this all the time. People can make up anything. No, sure. I, well, if you look at the fairy, it definitely looks like somebody and put it in. The old fairy pictures when they used to, I think, was it back in the 20s or something like that? Yeah. That the lady was taking pictures of cutout fairies that she was making mm-hmm. and they kind of blurry. They mm-hmm. were blurred and they, she hung them in the trees and took pictures of herself or somebody else. And these fairies were there, which was total BS that yeah. she was making it up. Right. And that was archaic compared to what we can do today with videos oh, with yeah. photoshop and stuff like that he's an old i don't even know where he lives there's no information his name is erwin saunders and it's pixie pixies and people are trying to debunk the first sighting but he only has a limited amount and then he has this eerie um video that's like two minutes long of like a grave and the words on the grave. So now everybody's trying to debunk it. Just watch. Just look at it. It, it if nothing else, it's entertaining. It, you think yeah, of it like that's it. geocaching. That's what I say. Everything right? that's on social media I, is entertainment. It, yeah. YouTube well, even we're entertaining. We're we're definitely yes, we're entertaining. We're trying to entertain, but yeah, yeah. You it, guys look it up. I'm not, I'm not kidding. Erwin Saunders. Okay, back to back oh, to yeah. us. So back to Bill. Yeah, back to Bill. Back to the story at hand. Uh, but we're finished with his story. We're just discussing you say the but one more time. shadow. You've said but people. 30 times. There's a lot of tales of demons and shadow creatures, the yep. hat man. Lots of stories like that out there. Yeah. And they're all similar. So my thought is everybody can't be lying about this. Yeah. This was a great story. I'm glad you came across it. Yeah, me too. I was looking to see if he had social media, but I think he said he was going to fall back from doing a lot of social things. And I think he even had a page at some point or something, but probably Facebook or something. Yeah. I don't know where he is now. The last sighting I've seen might have been on podcasts. I think he does. Anyhow, just check him out, Google him, and, and see for yourself. He has a lot of conversations. He's even. Dri- he drew a picture of what one of the imps looks like. And we'll, we'll put some stuff in the show notes. Yeah. His name is Bill Vale, the story of Bill Vale. Yeah. Um, anything else about Bill that you no. want to talk to the people? I shouldn't say he drew the picture. Somebody else did from his description. But go ahead. Sorry. If you guys have had any experiences like this, and you like to share that story, send it to us at John Carter at Mysteries and Beliefs Podcast.com. We can share it on the show. You can be on the show to share the story if you'd like. Show and share. Show and tell. Yeah. Yes. And anything else that you'd like to add? No, I was just nope, that was it. We're good. Well, thank you guys for listening. Thank you to the for end listening, of the story. Guys. We have plenty more stories like this to come. Until next time. Yeah, we're going to, what we're going to do is probably go to sleep on a couple of them. Just go back and rewatch, considering this was in 2000. In two. <laughs> and we haven't heard about it. Yeah, we'll, we'll go back and listen to a couple of other stories. and Guarantee there are a lot of people that may listen to this 
may have never heard this story before either. For sure. And that's okay. Learn something new. Until next time, people. Peace. Bye-bye. <laughs>